0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Saturday. Thank you for joining us. This is up your mo- up, up your morning. Up your volume <laughs> morning show <soap laughs> podcast. So yeah, as I told you last week, um, Sunday's mush, maybe Saturday's a little mush for me too, but we're really excited to have you guys with us this morning. We have a great show today. Um, with the CEO and founder of Tin Star Foods, Hema Woo-hoo. is here today. So we're really 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 excited. Um, we're going to talk with her in a little bit. Um and, of course, the person chanting in the background is my mom, a.k.a. Paleo Boss Lady. I haven't seen her in forever, but how are you this morning, Mom? Good. I'm calling in from Houston,
0: Texas. Uh, after this uh, podcast, I'm going to pack up real quick and make my way to Austin, actually, to hang out with Hema herself. And the, the Paleo crew, Austin's just full of conscious living friends and people I love and adore. So I'm super excited to get there, and I'm going to be doing... Cooking classes and talks and visiting with people and I'm really 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 excited about that. How are you doing? Misperforming yeah.
1: nonstop. I mean, this week you've just been slammed with shows, right? Yeah, I've been playing every day this week, so it's been uh, it's definitely been a blessing. It's been a crazy crazy week and very exciting. Yeah, I had some some big things happen this week, so I'm really excited. Uh, I had uh, you know one of my idols and somebody I've looked up to come to one of my shows and then from that point I started working on my new EP that should be out by April I'm gonna have Mm -hmm. probably like a four or five song EP coming out to you guys so way more on that um as that rapidly approaches but I'm shooting for April but as everyone knows with music it could be out you know as late as June but definitely uh by next year you guys will get some new music from me so that's it's exciting. It feels good. Super excited. Good week. Super excited. I had a great um, show. Yeah. And and thank you guys for, um, you know, bouncing back and forth with these times. This is definitely our time now, 10 a.m. on Saturdays, Pacific Standard Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, before we get started on the playlist and all that good stuff, we did want to mention to you guys, um, the holidays are coming up. We actually, please stay tuned because my mom's got some great stuff on how to stay conscious during the holidays, so make sure you stick around for that. But really quickly, I wanted to go over some dates that we will not be running our show and when we will be back. Next week for Thanksgiving on the 26th, we will not have a show. We will see you guys on the 3rd of December. Um, And again, on the 10th, we're going to take a break on the 17th, 24th, and 31st, and we'll be back January 7th. So just keep that in mind. We're trying to um, you know, keep letting you guys know as we go on. But definitely next week we will not be here. We'll be stuffed with our turkey dinners and and just enjoying yeah, our time right. with family. Right. Yeah, exactly. And I'm so, super
0: excited because 2017 we already have Dr. Terry Walls booked. So and it'll be her first interview. Yep. Bravo. It's the first interview that she's consenting to. Um, she's, in, she's in a no interview zone that started in November and goes all the way until we get her live. So that's super exciting. Um, absolutely. And, yep. And we have a lot of other exciting guests that are going to be coming on. So um, 2017 is, we're just going to keep up in the volume. And I think we're really starting that with, um, in consciousness, with today's guest. So, absolutely. It's
2: just,
1: guessing, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, and thank you guys for letting um, me do announcements. I just have one more quick announcement. Um, today is Mario Jose's um, Hotel Cafe show. So if you're in oh, LA, area, if you're in the LA area, today's the day. Remember Mario Jose Hotel Cafe. It's going to be a great show. He's got amazing special guests. The band is ridiculous. Um, if you guys, if I didn't have a show, that's where I would be. Uh, I'm still going to try to make it I'm up so after jealous. my show. Um, but yeah, it's going to be fantastic. A lot of special guest singers, players. It's it's going to be, um, really, really something you don't want to miss. Amazing. So, um, getting right into the playlist this week. I don't know why I love odd numbers, but for some reason I made this playlist six, just because there's a lot of new music out. It was really, really hard for me to pick this playlist. Um, but I tried my best. So starting at number six we have talib kwali featuring nico mm-hmm. smoke something i'm um, really good track i've always been a fan of talib um probably i want to say in the top three of my favorite performers of all time um you know i like the name nico too i was thinking about it like i why couldn't why did i go with nikki i could have totally been a nico and that would have been cool but that's just it's food amazing. that's this is my food for thought that's what i think about in when I'm writing my playlist. Okay. Um, Childish Gambino. You guys know him as Donald Glover actor. He's like taking over the world right now. He's got a lot of stuff that he's producing TV shows. He's producing and movies he's producing and also starring in. And also he has this amazing music career as Childish Gambino. So kudos to him for just smashing it on all fronts Um, in his new album, uh, the song Redbone is just a really great track. He just released a single, so check that out. Number five, Childish Gambino, Redbone. Um, the weekend featuring Daft Punk coming at number four with I Feel It Coming. I'm um, really just feel good song. I mean, anything Daft Punk does is uh, always just like makes you want to move and have a great time. So check that out. Tribe Called Quest released a very, 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 very uh, controversial. I guess, controversial slash political video for We The People. Um, great video, great song. If you guys didn't see last week's Saturday Night Live with Tribe Called Quest and Dave Chappelle, make sure to check that out. Um, there's videos all over YouTube. Uh, it was just great. And, and mm-hmm. well, you know, the tribute to Fife was, couldn't have been cooler. They kind of had him, like, suspended on a tapestry. Um, They're just, like, kind of singing the song to him. Like, it was just Almost was like they're back to the audience, which you rarely see, and it was just um, uh, talking about it now is giving me chills. So um, definitely make sure you check that out. We the People Tribe Conquest. Um, it was hard for me not to put a Bruno track on there this week with his album releasing yesterday, but we'll talk more about that right after I get done the playlist. Um, but I made room for Janae Ayoko, uh, and her new song "Maniac" super sultry and just. Um, obviously her vocals are gorgeous as ever. Uh, Check that out. Um, Number one, I only put him number one because he's the man and he's legendary and he's from Philly. DJ Jazzy Jeff and Rhyme Fest, um, they had a really great laid-back new single called Acquired Taste featuring Eric Robertson. Um, Check those songs out. Really hot playlist this week. Um, All these songs are uh, really like laid-back, chill songs, which usually I play for, you know, more of a summer vibe, but we're kind of getting into those cold, cold nights here in LA and cold days. Uh, we're hitting low 50s at night, um, and these are just really like cozy songs too. They're really like sultry, kind of chill songs. So if you're if you're in cold weather wherever you are in in the world and country, um, check out these tunes. I think they're really good to to, to reel in the holidays with, um, and. As I was saying, Bruno Mars released 24 karat magic, super highly anticipated album um, out now. He's got all the feels in there. It's just, it's old school meets new school. I mean, Bruno has, has blended those two worlds perfectly for, for years now. And I really think um,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you're going to love this album. I, I need to get it myself. I've heard maybe three or four tracks from it, but um, do yourself a favor and grab that just came out yesterday. Um, Anderson Punk. One of my favorite new artists of, I guess, this year, um, though I knew him as a drummer out in L.A., and now he's drumming, singing, and, and just an all-over great artist. He was on Power 106 yesterday, the Cruise Show, um, and you know talked about a wide range of stuff, working with Tribe Called Quest on their new album, and um, just, just kind of talking about a bunch of stuff, um, and then kind of brought up, Dr. Dre kind of came up by Pac, and um, he just said kind of like casually, oh, yeah, whatever, I'm in town. I usually just go and kick it with him, and we make some music and just put it away. So hints at some songs with Dr. Dre, which obviously we'd be super excited to hear about, and and, um, I'll keep you posted if I hear any more about that, but I know it's been definitely buzzing around. Um, As you guys remember, last year – Dre released his latest album, Compton. It did feature Anderson Pac on multiple tracks, I believe like six. Um, you know, it also that project also featured Jill Scott, Snoop Dogg, Kendrick Lamar, uh, Ice Cube, Marsha Ambrose, a lot of a lot of Philly people too. Uh really great albums. So, um hopefully we hear some more stuff with uh Dre and Anderson because obviously they got some stuff going on and we've been We've been wanting music from Dre for a really, really long time. So, um just wanted to keep you guys updated on that. Um and you know, the saddest news of this week is really the loss of another legend. Um right. lost Sharon Jones yesterday. Um she passed away late last night. She had um she had died following just just a heroic battle against pancreatic cancer. Um I mean she's just such a funky, soulful vocalist. I've I've seen her and the Dap Kings um multiple times. She passed away at sixty, which is just way too young, so young. for yeah. Such a talent. Um, you know, and, and I believe that when she got, actually was um she got stage she got uh diagnosed with stage two cancer in two thousand thirteen. They were I believe they removed like, um I want to say like two feet of her small intestine and a gallbladder. Like they did, they removed a lot of stuff from her. And then she went into remission for about like a year. And then, um, I want to say like 2015, I said that she had, um, return, you know, she, it, had, it had returned, the cancer had returned. Um, she did release a documentary detailing her whole life and career called Miss Sharon Jones the exclamation point. Um, I just, I just don't really know what to say. I, I'm, I'm just, I'm blown away. I mean, I think they, they have six albums. Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings. Um, her, I mean, her legacy has dated back from like nineteen seventies. I mean, she's been around yeah, for a really, time. really long time. Um, I, I don't know if you guys have ever watched Daryl's House on TV, but um, you know, it's kind of. Uh, it's one of my favorite TV shows on, um, I guess, what is that music channel called Pure or something like that? I forget what it's called, Mm -hmm. but um, Daryl had uh, Sharon Jones on. It was one of the most memorable Daryl's houses for me to watch because her voice is just so epic and her energy on stage is is a lot like um, James Brown. Like she's kind of moving crazy and singing and doing crazy stuff and like She just kind of, like, has these, like, like, the music really takes over her. And she did say um, in a a recent article that uh, Rolling Stone came out with, she did say that when she gets on stage, cancer leaves her, pain leaves her, anything that she is feeling completely leaves her body, and she's able to still perform. And it makes me tear up because even – even now, you know, I, I, I battled some, some pretty serious, uh, you know, you know, just, just medical stuff in 2014. And, um, I wasn't able to have that same effect where I got on stage and everything was able to just leave. And, um, I think her, her passion and her heart really worked double time to make sure that, um, you know, that she was pain-free while on stage and able to really give it her all. And I just, I you know I commend her and all that she 's done. I thank her for all the music she 's provided her with and all the live shows that um you know have have showcased her dynamic personality and her voice and um just just she really commanded the crowd and and was an on stage yeah. presence that will really really be missed and um rest in peace to her and uh her I know she's got um you know a a husband and a family and just you know praying for them um so and and for those of you I mean I think she's been singing in her church from like literally like the late 60s till till recently so which is such an awesome thing that she's still able to sing in church I think she even sang with her sister at her church um but yeah you know prayers to her family and um you know, rest in peace to her. Way too, way too short lived, and and such an amazing talent. So, um, you know, Grammy nominated. If you if you haven't listened to any of her stuff, please do yourself a favor and, and listen to all six albums front to back. Really, I mean, um, amazing stuff. So that's what I have today. It's kind of sad, ends on a sad awesome. note, but I know. But yeah. the,
0: you have to celebrate her life and her music. So Absolutely, it's, it's you know and. Um, yeah, I think I, I'm I I'm trying to remember. Did I see them at the Hollywood Bowl? I feel like I did in one of the series that I had.
1: Did when she open up Adele. for... I know she's played with Prince a lot. Um, I feel like you did see her open up for Adele. Was it Sharon Jones opening up for Adele or something? I, I don't know. I know Shaka
0: I heard- Khan did oh. want to open up for Adele. I feel like... I can't remember, but I don't know. I'm visualizing the Hollywood Bowl, um, but maybe it's just because I love the Hollywood Bowl and I do miss L.A. Um, well, lots of good new music.
1: Yeah, no, no, like no albums week. are, like, rolling out right now.
2: Which is and weird, though, you...
1: always feel like hot new albums either come out in the beginning of the year or right into, like, the end of spring, early summer. I, it's rare that I feel like these awesome... Albums are coming out at the end of the year, kind of during the holidays. You know, you think they got to get lost in the shuffle, but not, not at all.
0: Well, the, uh, the entrepreneur in me believes that everything comes out right before, because this is uh, 80% of the business happens between now and the end of the year. So uh, we'll, we'll, we'll note it between now and next year. If if it holds true. Um, And if I'm not mistaken, Bruno Mars's concert tickets are already selling out for this time next year. I think L.A., he's there, like, November 7th, and tickets went on sale and sold out yesterday, believe it or not. Like, yeah, that's how powerful. Man, he's a maniac, yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. He is yeah,
1: just pretty strong stuff right now. Oh, yeah. Kudos to him. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, he's Touching definitely bringing, bringing that funk that we've been missing, just like Sharon Jones. I mean, really, yeah. that... that that type of music oh. is um yeah yeah we're missing a lot of that so that i appreciate just, just you can't you can't just And stand it's there. coming to mainstream i mean that's that's the thing that i love about it is it's it's right. not staying underground i mean i mean he's one of the top selling artists of you know of the past 10 years so well, he's uh, but a, i want to hear
0: he's an entertainer yeah, um but i sure. yeah um so the, You know, as someone who, you know, is grateful and humbled to be traveling the United States this year, I'm in front of people all day long, uh, and um, also, you know, to have a brand that, you know, draws, you know, quite a bit of attention uh, internationally, one of, I, I really like to talk about in consciousness what I'm hearing from the community, because I figure if people are asking more than one, two, three, you know, in the dozens, then it may be something that a lot of our listeners need to know about. So I wanted to talk about um, holiday stress in two ways. One, regarding our pocketbook, when you eat consciously, and um, also regarding um, things that you can do to avoid misstepping when you are a conscious eater, and then also ways that you can help deal with holiday stress, that psychological holiday stress that a lot of people may not think of. So let's talk about cost-effective holidays. Um, we all know the holidays. We spend a lot of money on food and presents and entertaining and things like that. And I wanted to focus mainly on the entertainment and food um, because I don't know about for most people, but I can tell you that in, in my life, um, our family didn't have much. When the holidays came, you know, we we would have a nice piece of meat or things that we didn't traditionally eat all year long, Um And I think that may hold true for a lot of families where, you know, the best dinners happen uh, over the holiday meals. And now's a good time to get together, yeah, with your family or neighbors, whatever, and go to a farmer and buy a part of an animal. You know, it's a lot cheaper to buy a quarter, a quarter, a half of beef. um, And you can collectively do that because you can pretty much assume that between now and the end of the year, you're going to be making on average one and a half, maybe two, you know, quality meals. Um, so the first thing I would recommend is both buying, you know, hook up with your farmer, get a collective of people. And, you know, what do you need? You know, you want the filet, you want the T-bone, who wants what, the strip, the, you know, whatever it is. Right. And, um, I know that, uh, I'm sure it happens everywhere. It's happened in almost all of the cities that I've been in. Um, I've witnessed, um, I don't want to say city, states that I've been in. I've witnessed at least in one of the cities, people who I'm living with, their farmer delivering the stuff right to their door. So uh, I don't think this is an impossible thing to happen, which would help to alleviate stress when you could just collectively maybe all share in the cause. The farmer delivers it to you, you divvy it up. So that's one way to have a cost-effective holiday. Another way, and we grew up like this, Nikki will remember, a lot of our local farmer's markets, Would have special, if they weren't open all year, they would be open during the holidays, offering cheaper produce, a lot of times homemade pies, cakes, things like that. And there are many that are now following the gluten-free, natural sugar, um, conscious living movement, uh, fruits, vegetables in bulk, things like that. So uh, fermented foods. So I would definitely always, you know, look at local farmers markets that traditionally, even in the colder climates, may be closed, uh, but are opening for holiday-specific reasons. I, we, You know, Highland Orchard was one where Nikki was raised, um, and there's another one. I don't remember the name of it right across from her piano lessons that we would always go to, and you could place your orders ahead of time, especially for hams and, you know, again, because they're working directly with the farmers. Another thing is, is, You know, if you don't have a lot of money and you're not interested in getting a community, you know, cheaper cuts of meat taste delicious when you crockpot cook them. Mm -hmm. So if you don't have the funds but you still want to make a delicious meal, you can buy a cheaper cut of meat and slow cook it in a crockpot. And I've never cooked anything in a crockpot and served it, and usually they take like 10 minutes, where people haven't been like, this is the most delicious thing ever. A crock pot makes everything delicious because it slow cooks and it makes it tender, fall off the bone, just chewy, wonderful, yum. So, mm-hmm. you know, if, if you don't want to do a collective or you don't have a farmers market and your funds are extremely limited, I would recommend considering cheaper cuts of meat and doing crock pot meals. Something potluck dinners instead of one person. We love our dogs, so uh, <laughs> sorry, for no, dogs. no, we love that. Mahima has two great dogs, uh, Maverick and June, so hopefully we'll hear them in the background when she's on. My Gidge is passed out here sleeping. Um, Potluck dinners. Instead of it being one person's responsibility, have everybody bring stuff. And if you don't want it to be potluck, you can all plan the menu, but each person contributes. That's another way to have cost-effective holidays. And then something that we did all the time were cookie exchanges. You can do any kind of exchange where – and you can do it, you know, with your conscious friends, you know. Everyone makes, if, let's say there's 10 people in this exchange. Each person makes 10 dozen cookies. Then you get together as a collective and you give a dozen of whatever you made. So everyone ends up with 10 dozen of different cookies. Yep. Yep. So cookie exchanges. And that's what we did, what, your whole We always left. did that. Yes, yeah. I did it yeah, with we Judy, did. our our mm. housekeeper. I did it with Come her. On. Yeah. And her group, it was wonderful. Oh,
1: blast from the past. (laughs) Right? I know, right?
0: Um, That was Judy, right? Yeah, Judy. Um, Yeah. So that I would definitely recommend. And let's talk a little bit about sort of, um, you know, stress help. Uh, One of the things is, and a lot of people are just like, I'm never going to do this. And I really beg people to open their mind to the power of meditation and the thought of meditation, where you have to sit cross leg and you have to hold your thumb to your middle finger and chant, or your index finger and chant is just not meditation. I mean, that's just not it's like yoga does not mean you have to be a pretzel. And there is a free app called Insight Timer. It has guided meditation. It has meditations you can do on your own. Oh, what's it called? Uh, Insight Timer. I okay. am inside G H T timer. I've been using it for several years. It um it also puts them in categories like morning meditation, purposeful meditation, nighttime meditation, stress reduced meditation. Some of them are That's just awesome. awesome. Are just music. Some of them are guided and the guided ones maybe have music in the background, maybe they don't. And they'll tell you, lay down, sit down, stand, who the heck cares what you do, as long as you're able to create space to quiet the mind. Now, the reality is is it's hard to quiet your mind. And if you find yourself with your mind not being quiet, that's okay. As long as you create the space Mm -hmm. to just be, you know, and to to work on it, eventually you'll get there. Um, So I really recommend Insight Timer. And the reason why I like it is because it's community-based. As soon as you log on to Insight Timer – It'll be like a million people worldwide are meditating right now. And then it also will break it down to your area if you have, you know, if you allow them to pinpoint where you are. And it'll be like Mm -hmm. within five miles of you, there's a thousand people meditating. And that brings me Yeah, I like that because I like knowing that I'm in community. Community is my ground. So I I just want to recommend a free app called Insight Timer. And for people to, especially during the holidays, you know, I always start off with three minutes. If uh, You know, that's plenty of time to get meditation in and then build up to it. I'm now doing, you know, during the week of the election, I was doing four hours a day. I'm now doing between 20 and 30 minutes a day and then a 10-minute meditation before I go to bed. Um, You know, adjust it as you need. Uh, Don't set yourself up for failure. Enjoy it. It shouldn't be a chore. And realize that the power of meditation heals physically, mentally, mentally. it adds years to your life. It's free and it's accessible, so I highly recommend considering that uh, practice. And then, last but certainly not least, because we want to make sure we get to Hema, is a lot of people have stress over the holidays for whatever reason. They may suffer mm-hmm. from, you know, depression, psychological issues. Their health, because you know, may suffer if they have physical issues because. Uh, of you know, of all the demands that the holidays tend to put on us, the cultural demands and things like that. Um, some people don't like to be social, the office parties, whatever it is. One of the things that you can do to help alleviate stress is taking your mind off of yourself and thinking about others. And as someone who's been traveling the United States by car, I can tell you every city and town I've been to has a homeless population. And, Many of us may not have resources, financial resources, to be able to create change for the homeless, but we all have the ability to smile. We all have the ability, most of us have the ability to say, use verbal commands to say hello, wave, smile in some way to acknowledge them as human. They are all sons and daughters of someone somewhere. You can take it one step further and maybe look around your house Do you have a blanket that you haven't used? Do you have some towels you haven't used? A lot of us shop at big box grocers like Costco, Sands Clubs, things like that, where we get, you know, shampoo and toothpaste and things by the bucket. Coconut oil is great for teeth. It's great for your skin. It's great for your hair. Maybe create little packages out of those and give them. Um, I remember when I lived in California by the beach, um, a lot of times, I would go in the morning when they were all still sleeping and I would put little packages right by them. So they would wake up and there'd be a nice little gift waiting for them. You know, so if if you're shy or don't feel like you can engage, you know, there are ways that you can make a difference. And I think that by doing this, it almost has the effect of the movie. It's a wonderful life. It reminds us the true spirit of the holidays. Isn't about buying the right presents, spending a lot of money, eating filet mignon, it is about love, compassion, community, and friendship. And what better way to heal your body and your mind than to remember that by doing simple acts that don't have to cost you anything beyond your time and your and your soul and your heart. Um, because you have to really get in touch with your soul about what you feel comfortable with um, and, and what you can do uh, that you believe will really change it for other people. So I think... You know, meditating, you know, reaching out to the homeless population and thinking about holiday meals, um, you know, as, as a collective rather than it being, you know, your mom or your grandma or your great aunt that always cooks it. And if you are someone that eats conscious and finds that you go to these meals and you can't eat anything, then it's up to you to be the change. That doesn't mean calling them and being like, I can't have gluten, grain, sugar, make something enough to share with everyone. Make sure you are filled, that you've had enough nutrients that you need before you go to these meals so you're not tempted. The things that you think you'll be tempted, bring an alternative and share it with other people. Because change happens leading by example. So that's mm-hmm. what I wanted to talk about.
1: Very smart. I'm excited about all those things. I definitely want to get that meditation out. That sounds really cool. And
0: yeah, I, I'm, totally I'm awesome. definitely
1: a, suffer, a sufferer of of stress and all that stuff during the holidays. So um, that's definitely something I'm going to look into. Thanks for sharing all that. Awesome. Awesome.
0: And then now I guess we can do our little. Yeah. We're going to take break.
1: a break. Yeah. Yep. And then we're going to get right back into uh, our uh, 10 star Woo-hoo. interview. Yep. We will talk to you guys in a second. Up Your Volume morning show podcast and the Taking the Streets tour are brought to you by Nativa. Nativa. We would like to thank our good friends at Nativa for their support of the Taking It To The Streets Tour. We can't say enough about Nativa products. We adore that Nativa is committed to nurturing vitality by consciously curating the world's finest plant-based organic ingredients. In fact, most of the dishes in our house found on our kitchen table are made possible by the fine products from Nativa. For more information on all of their products, go to www.nativa.com. That's N U T I V A.com. And Palm Done Right. You've probably heard the horror stories about palm oil orphaned orangutans, rainforests destroyed, smoldering fires that pollute the air. Thankfully, that is not all there is to this tale. There's another happier story that is yet to be told. One where farmers are empowered and communities thrive. One where animals and people are healthy. Where the land flourishes with diversity. And it's called Palm Done Right. Our good friends at Natural Habitats are committed to supporting the community with Palm Done Right. And we are honored to have them supporting the Taking It to the Street Store. To learn more, Please head to www.palmdunright.com Again, that's palmdoneright.com. Okay, we are back. Woo. So we have um can you hear me mom? Yes, she's on, I believe. Awesome.
2: i
0: here. Anna, AKA Hello. The girl. <laughs> um, I'm so excited to have you on And as you know, I mean And if the world doesn't know I've had the privilege and honor Meeting you, I guess it was like A couple of Paleo FX's ago, wasn't it? Mm-hmm And um, I just remember Like the first time that we had dinner together um, That was when Tin Star was in Los Angeles And I, I was in awe because you were, you know, there you are whipping up your your ghee, your clarified butter in like hundred. I mean, your rooms were like over a hundred degrees because you had batches of them going at once, working fifteen hours a day, and also being, you're making the stuff, the sales and marketing, building your brand, doing all the social media, just doing so much. And then now I walk into Home Goods and I see your product. I try to get it on Amazon Prime, sold out. I heard that it's going to be an H E B, and it's just like, wow, this happened. I feel like I blinked my eyes, and I just really want to hear about how you have gone from small to scaling and keeping it all together, um, because it's really, I commend you. I'm so proud of you. Obviously, the quality <laughs> of your product. I mean, for people that don't know, it is what I call like the Saks Fifth Avenue of Ghee. It's It's the highest quality product ever. It's so delicious. Your brown butter, in the paleo world, we call it crack because it's just ridiculous. I mean, I plow through this stuff. Um, It's so good.
2: It it is.
0: It's so good. I mean, the first shipment I ever got, like, I didn't know what brown butter was. I'm not going to lie. And I was like, I'm going to put my spoon in it and taste it. And I almost fell down. I was like, this stuff. (laughs) And every cooking class I do, I make people take a spoonful of it, and they're like, "What?" I'm like, "No, you have to. You just have to eat this because if you eat it, then you understand why it tastes so good on everything." So I have to hear how it all started and how you got to where you are right now in the blink of an
3: eye. Okay, man, that's a lot to condense into a couple minutes. So I started because I got really sick. Um, I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease back in undergrad, my first year of undergrad. So. Um, about 16, 17 years ago, and I was in and out of remission um, throughout my 20s and then got it really under control, and at the time um, that tin store came out, I was working uh, in aerospace and working really long hours for a job that I really hated, um, and I got sick. I came out of remission. It was this whole mess. My doctor had to come to Jesus with me, and I was like, listen, we're going to have to put you on a ton of medication because if we can't get this under control, you're going to have to have a colon recession. And at the time I was 29 years old, 28 wow. or 29. So I had done a whole 30 before and I had heard of the autoimmune protocol. i like, there are all these words that were swirling around because I was, mm-hmm. you know, I used to CrossFit, I, I was dabbling in paleo. And so I said, well, let me at least start with the whole 30 and I swear to God, in 30 days, I mean, I was ulcerating, it was really bad. Um, 30 days, I was back into remission because I followed an AIP Whole30. Um, so it was really hard, uh, oh, but yeah. I realized that the power of food can change your life. And so um, I started to Star Foods because in the diet, it calls out for ghee quite often. Um, and I guess I did a modified version of AIP because I, I wasn't willing to give up the ghee. Um, that the, A lot of AIP versions, uh, a lot of AIP protocols out there are like, absolutely no dairy, no ghee. But I'm like, I, I can get it to where there's no lactose to casein and I don't have a response to it. So I started doing a ton of research and um, I found a grass-fed source out of Ireland. I was using Kerrygold at the time because it was 90, 98% grass-fed. And the other two percent was like silage and hay, and it Mm. was just really clean. And making it in a pot, you could see the difference in color and the difference in flavor. And so, while I was doing all this, I started making it with my friends who were also doing whole thirty with me at the CrossFit gym. And next thing I know, they're like, "Why don't you bring some more back and we'll sell it and see how it goes?" And so I started approaching multiple gyms throughout Southern California, and within a month and a half of Making that first bottle for Whole 30 for me, um, I was in 20 gyms all throughout Los Angeles and San Diego and Temecula, in Orange County, um, literally just making it, putting it in the back of my trunk, going into the crossfit gym, selling out, and then picking another one the next day. And so I was doing this, and then I yeah. actually came into contact with Diane Sanfilippo. We were friends on Facebook randomly. Sent her a bottle. Just said, "Hey, can you give me some feedback? I know that you use G a lot. Not looking for promotion here at all. I didn't know the magnitude of her business when I did this, and she loved it. And the next day, she put it on Instagram, and then um, I was getting emails like piles of emails asking how people could buy it. So overnight,
2: wow. I went
3: to like Shopify or one of those one of those crazy like build a website. What's you know, It felt this <was> horrific." <laughs> It was a pile of shit. It was the <laughs> ugliest website <laughs> ever. But I put up a live shopping cart, and I was selling out, selling out, selling out. And so I took the first $1,000 that I got, and I got incorporated. And then I never looked back. That was it. And so um, fast forward, uh, there's been so many things that have happened in the last couple of years. I went into a facility, after that facility, tried to get into Co-Packers. Um, had the business for the co-packers, but we couldn't get lift off because you're not controlling the manufacturing process. So we lost, I mean, I don't think I've ever told anybody and any of our customers, but we lost close to $150,000 cash in July. That was just gone. There's no way to recoup that. Wow. Um, and processing fees and butter. And we were, you know, it was just really tough. And so that is half of a home for some people, you know, or an entire home. And we lost yeah. that in a blink of an eye. And so it was things like oh. that where you're just like, I'm I'm gonna lose the company, I'm gonna lose my mind, I'm gonna lose my body, my soul, I don't know if I can move forward and then the next day a huge order comes in or the next day an investor says, Hey, we have to we, we wanna do this with you. So it's like every time I feel like I'm on the verge of like falling over the cliff, I get I get a lifeline. And so I feel like that's been kind of the story <laughs> for 10-star for the last two and a half years.
0: Well, it's interesting, I have to say, because as someone who's doing, embarked on this taken to the street store, um, you know, I, I didn't know how I was going to pay for this, I didn't know how I was going to do all this, and every time, I think that when you come from, you know, a good product, good moral code, work hard, dot your I's and cross your T's, that you create the space. That want that 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 lets people want to help because they believe in what you 're doing, they believe in you, they believe in your product, they believe in your mission, so you 've had a strong hand in all of that being able to happen because there are lots of people that butt up against stuff like that, and again if you 're not um, you know if you 're just not producing quality products and doing things in in a respectable, honest manner, then you know those things can break you. So you know I've watched yeah. you literally pound the pavement, um, work so hard, and um, and again, also you know I feel like another thing that I really respect about that you've done is that you have not been afraid to take bold steps along the way. Where okay, this wasn't working, I'm going to do this, and also. In, in those decisions we were realizing that you were in L.A., but your family was in tex- Texas, mm-hmm. and that you missed that. And at a time in a business when I think it would be hard for people to be like, I'm going to move my business, you've relocated your company in the last 12 months, right?
3: Oh, God. It was hands down one of the floppiest sort of things that I've ever had to go through. Um, so a little, a little story on that. Um. I or background rather I knew back in November um not November probably July August of last year that I was ready to move out to Austin Mm
2: -hmm. and the
3: plan was to come in March of this year and um I just we were sinking out there in California I couldn't afford to rent a space or buy a space that could give me enough room to make products Our rent out there was like six thousand dollar five thousand dollars a month we were getting gouged on rent it was It was just a really tough place. I couldn't come out ahead. I was underwater every month, barely able to pay bills, barely able to put food in my mouth or my dog's mouth, you know, Mm -hmm. just hanging on by a thread. So I knew coming to Austin was the right place for us because it has a booming um, CPG, like just there's a lot of new uh, food brands out here. The cost of living is much cheaper. There's no state tax. There's just a, a ton of huge benefits of being here. And my family is in Dallas, and so they'd only be a couple hours away. But uh, in September, uh, I met the love of my life. Mm-hmm. We reconnected. I know after about 18 years, 15 years, I, don't, I can't remember. Uh, we, yeah, it was 15 years. We connected after a meeting in, high, in college. We knew each other. And I on a whim got on a plane and said, I'm coming out to see you and it's not for the company. I want to see where this is going to go. And so I met him, uh, Halloween of 2016 and in that, or 2015 and I left that weekend knowing that I couldn't spend another day in California. So I went mm-hmm. back, packed up my entire house in two weeks, got everything settled. Um, Got the place rented out and was on a moving track by November 21st and had everything packed up and moved. Well, and that's my Austin. moving day too.
1: November 21st know, is when amazing. I moved to LA. It's the it's, it's good day for moving.
3: <laughs> it's crazy because you're running this company and now I'm like, okay, well, production's still running in California. My house is in Austin. Customers <laughs> all over the place. Like I couldn't take wow. on any new business, so we're surviving off of. of savings you know and then mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there's just I could tell I, I could spend days talking about the transition from owning your own facility to moving into a co-packer and we did it a little differently because we still aren't really truly in that co-packer relationship or we just hand it off we are heavily involved in the manufacturing process I'm in at the facility during every production run they're using our equipment we have a lot of um, proprietary filters and and uh just processing that we do over there that we have absolute control over. And our co-packers are amazing and let us be a part of that process, which is pretty rare. So we're yeah. still extremely involved in what we're doing. Everything's still handmade. We're doing it the traditional way. Um, but for about six months, everything with the company, if you guys were a, a watching back then, it got really quiet because I had to create space for this other human being to come into my life. And, mm-hmm. I can't talk about it and not get emotional just because I feel like the minute that I met him, just the world stopped turning, you know? And it was Mm -hmm. the one thing that I needed the most and it came and I had to give it everything that I could. And so we, we came together and we fell in love and we got engaged and our wedding is in February and Mm -hmm. you know, it's just been a whirlwind. And so the last year Uh, it's been, it's been crazy because after, like, okay, we're in love, we're doing this, and you're like, oh, shit, I have a company to running it back to and so we missed the boat on a lot of stuff when it came to distribution and ke- when it came to, like, lifting the brand off at the right time and getting it to grocery stores, I had to push a lot of that stuff off because this was so important, and it was so necessary, and so now we're playing catch-up, and it's hard, and it's crazy, and it's fast-paced, but, I, I mean, every single day is, an adventure and it, it's incredible. It's incredible. And I have the most amazing support. Claire, who's my, my right hand at the company, Claire. I, she's a badass. I have never yeah. met anybody that has bled so much for another company. Like she she is Tin Store Foods, she is the face of that company just as much as I am. And I'm telling you, if you want to be successful in a CPG type environment or any type of new business adventure or business venture, really you've got to have someone like her that you can just blindly hand things off to and say, I know I can trust you to get it done and walk away from it. You know, and she's one of the only people in the entire world I've ever been able to have faith in. And I swear to God, Mm -hmm. if she wasn't here, I I would not be standing right now. She's come in and saved the company in ways she'll never, I don't think she'll ever understand or know, you know, it's just, I'm very fortunate.
0: (laughs) So not only I mean, you've also built an amazing team in, in the midst of all this transition and, you know, not only in your personal life but in, in your company. I mean Claire is, you know, very much uh like if I email Claire, I hear from her and you know, I, I barely feel like I sent the email and she responds. I, know. I mean, she is extremely professional not only in helping you but to to the people that you know that that have contact with her, like to the outside world, she's, she's invaluable as well. I mean, she is great resource and just a very happy person. Um, She has
3: closed a gap in a way that I have never been able to, because with this company, I wake up, I go to sleep. And all I'm thinking about is numbers and how to get product out and how to make sure that the product's not moldy and this and that and the other. mm
2: -hmm. And when I
3: have a million amazing customers saying, Hey, we need your help or we just need this one piece of you, Can you please spend time to talk to me? Or I had a bad, I had a bad experience. Let me tell you about it. There's been so many times where I haven't even had a chance to brush my hair or wash my teeth, let alone get back to 15 emails. And they perceive it as she doesn't care. She doesn't want to help. This isn't important to her. Or I'm, I'm stretched extremely thin. And there's some moments where I could have been more gentle and I could have been softer, you know, and, Having Claire here and having someone like that in this position takes all of that weight off your shoulders because she's kind, she's gentle, she understands the customer needs. She puts their priorities first, and that's something that is so necessary in a customer service type role to be able to have that human connection to your client that's not happy or just needs a little bit more. And she does it at 11 o'clock at night if an email comes in, you know, where I'm like, stop, you're on vacation, stop working she won't, she won't do it because she's that committed to the brand and to, to Mm -hmm. quality, you know?
0: And she moved from LA too, right?
3: I've dragged her out here. (laughs) Yep.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the power of HEMA. That's what I'm saying, girlfriend, like stuff doesn't just happen. You know, if people are willing to relocate and Packers are willing to, um, you know, allow you to oversee the process and, uh, and I, I mean, that wasn't easy. I remember when you were trying to find a company to help you, and um, you know, you just kept pounding the pavement until you found the right partner for you. And even, you know, before Claire, you know, it wasn't like you didn't try, um, but you you finally found the right the right mix. And um, well, what
3: happened was that they, we couldn't find something that was a perfect fit, mm-hmm. so I had to go in and retrofit a process into their equipment and into their, into their processes. So these two co-packers that we have, they didn't exist in this space. I basically had to go in and say, we have this product, you have the equipment and there's some pieces that are missing and I will buy them. I will find the filters. We'll get the equipment that's missing, but can you do it? You know, and understanding what the needs are as far as equipment to manufacture the product. And as far as, you know, human ability, what can, is the staff capable of doing it? And then saying, listen, as long as you can provide these things, I can carry the rest of this. And when you do that, and when you show these co-packers you show these manufacturers, Hey, this owner's not in here to just drop their stuff off and leave. They approach you like it's a partnership and that's really where the success comes from. Right. You know? Right.
0: And you, you have an interesting degree um, which sort of helps, a lot of the part that I think a lot of people don't know. I mean, you're really, you studied manufacturing basically, right? I mean, it's,
3: Yeah. So I have a double degree in operations management, industrial um, engineering. And so yeah. I actually worked on production lines doing like, I've got a long list of, of uh, not degrees, um, certificates and all those mm-hmm. things like lean manufacturing, Six Sigma and all these things but. When I was doing it at the time, it was just because I wanted more money from the company as I was working for. I never thought that I'd actually be really using them later on in life. Um, and here I am using every single skill that I've picked up along the way, and it's been pretty awesome to be able to lean on that education and on that background.
0: Yeah, no, that's, that's impressive. I, I think you're the only woman I've ever met who has those, you know, those skills, uh, studied in, in those areas. Um, yeah. When you're building a business this large, cash flow becomes an issue. Um, you know, what, do you have some advice for anyone that is maybe a small business owner trying to scale like you have?
3: Um, I would say the biggest mistake that we made along the way was that we didn't say no. And they always say, don't grow too fast, don't grow too fast. Our first year, we grew 1,400% in wow. our second year. Um, from 2015 to 2016, we're about to grow another, we're tracking for 150%. Most wow. companies, a sweet spot is 25 to 50% growth. If you're mm-hmm. really good and you can really handle it, 50 to 100 At, Above that, you're going to run into some issues, specifically cash flow. The bigger the purchase orders, I mean, some POs are getting like a quarter to a million dollar PO. Some of them are $500 POs. When the big ones come through, you have to be able to finance all the raw materials that are going out. And these big customers, these large distributors won't pay for 45 days from shipping, right? And it takes four or five weeks to make the product. And so you're out essentially, you know, anywhere between 60 to 90 days in cash. You have to have money behind you to be able to afford that. And if you don't have it, um, if, if, if it's not coming from your own growth and from your own savings, you're going to have to go out and find it. So you got to get creative with having to find that cash, and that's been a huge struggle for us. Because you're, you know, looking at investors and how much equity can I give up and still feel comfortable? Am I bringing in the right investors? Are they going to help us grow the business, or are they just here to give us money and make some money off of us? So there's all these decisions that we had to make between April and today, and I'm still going to the banks and dealing with this stuff because – the orders just keep piling in. We sell about 40 to 50,000 pounds of ghee a month between wow. our brand, our private labels, and our bulk products that we make. When you're talking about 50,000 pounds of ghee, I mean, think about that. And then it's we have product varying anywhere from like grass bed to grass organic to, mm-hmm. you know, product that's coming out of Finland that's $6 a pound at wholesale, you know? so. Right. And you've got, to, you've got to pony up the cash and figure out a way to pay this. And so I think the biggest uh, advice I could get, or the best advice I could give you is work with your suppliers and let them know that you're growing and that you wow. are going to have cash flow issues and to not be surprised when they happen and to make sure you've got money in the bank before you start taking business like this, because we didn't do that and it was a lot of heartache that I had to learn things the hard way through. And we we made it through and we survived, but, I think had I been a little better prepared, I wouldn't be hurting as much, you know. Mm-hmm. Emotionally, physically, it's just it it kind of kind of takes a lot out of you, especially when you're like planning a wedding, starting a family, and just
2: right.
3: trying to live. So, right. you know, I don't. There's no regrets. I just hindsight's twenty twenty, and I definitely would have done it a little bit differently.
0: And, and I, did I read that you're? Are you going into ketosis right now? Are you in ketosis? Or are you like Oh my god, at the volume with your
2: you yeah. Are, right? So
3: it's <laughs> this is crazy. This has been a tough week. Um, I went to the doctor, and part of the stress and part of the you just adrenals being shot and your cortisol levels being extremely high. Mm-hmm. I've packed on about 40 pounds in the last year. And get the heck out of here. Um, yeah, you'll see when you get off the scale. Stop. You'll see. Fun. Um. No, so I've packed on a lot of weight, and you know, it's like, if I don't talk about it, nobody will, nobody will acknowledge it. And it's like, this is, a, this is crazy. People are seeing you. You work for a health company. You're a 33-year-old woman. You're fit. You're able-bodied. What's going on? And it's, I have known for a long time um, being in ketosis is the only way I can lose weight. And I just would not give up the sweets. I wouldn't give up the comfort foods. And mm-hmm. it's hard. And you go into, like, these flu-like symptoms for the first week. And it's horrible and it that's horrible. why I haven't done it. Because I'm like, I don't wanna feel awful, but what's the to flip side better. of that? Yeah, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So we're doing it. I'm I finally peed on the stick and it turned purple this morning and three days in and, and deep purple ketosis. Large ketones, everything's good. Um, good for you. and I already start feeling like I've already started feeling a ton better. So I'm super excited about this.
0: Well, I'm so proud of you and I'm so honored that we had a chance to I mean, you and I to catch up. I mean, I'm going to get to finally see you in, you know, a know. year really. I mean, not that I haven't seen you during Paleo PaleoFX and things like that, but, but you that's know, we're not working. really seeing each other. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because you've been off doing all this stuff, and uh, it's it's really been an honor to watch uh, what you've been able to do and how hard you worked, and and you work every day, and the team that you've built. And I've watched the ups and downs, but you've never given up. And that, to me, is um, really powerful And that you have a very strong bond with your family. And family means a lot to you, and I think that's <laughs> real important, too. You know, I really do. I think those two things have really been a good ground for you. You have a great support system, obviously, in the community, but you also have built a wonderful team at Tinstar and, you know, your parents. I mean, your family. Um, and I think that's I was beautiful. talking to
3: my banker, actually, about this yesterday. Um, you know, he was like, what? We were just, you know, bantering back and forth. And he was like, what are your t- top three priorities? And he left it really open-ended. It could have been work. It could have been personal, whatever. And I said, uh, myself, my spirituality, and my family. Yep. And anything that doesn't improve those things or add to them or protect them, I have to get rid of. So mm-hmm. it was one of those, like, come-to-Jesus moments with, The business, I I want this to work, and I'm determined to make it happen, and I'm determined to get this thing off the ground, but I will never, ever, ever sacrifice those three things for anything else in the world,
0: period. And that's why you'll be successful, because you are that person. I I believe (laughs) that. I used to work for Workman Publishing, and Peter Workman, a wonderful man, God rest his soul, you know, when I was younger, he would say to me, "V." Don't if you can't work for nice people and ha- and and have great family and friends around you, then it's just not worth it. And I used to think Mm-mm. what? And sometimes he would say, No, I didn't do that with them just because they're not good people. And you know what? He's one of the largest independent book publishers still to this day. His publishing house. He's, you know, when when whenever the time comes that you have children, I'm sure what to expect when you're expecting will be a book that you'll read. That's a workman book. <laughs> uh, green brain. what I mean and. That, that was the philosophy he lived by and his company and the people that work for him. And I believe that that's why he, you know, workman publishing is what it is today. And, um, you know, I see you just like I saw Peter. It's just now old enough to appreciate what he was telling me. When I was in my twenties, I didn't get it. I really didn't. <laughs> um, I didn't. I was like, what? What? Um, I'm and, telling
3: you because it takes a year of struggling with your family and being like, there's no money in the bank to to get food in our fridge, you know, it it takes coming really close to not having anything for you to realize this man that I'm going to spend the rest of my life with my parents who have given me everything. My sisters who are my support network, people like Claire, people like Mm -hmm. my best friends that I grew up with. Those are the only things that matter. I can't lose myself and I can't lose everything around me. So like, I can't forget that this is the only stuff that really, really matters at the end of the day, you know, and it's just, it, it's an eye opener. It forces you to wake the hell up and realize you're okay. You're going to survive this and you either make this company work or you don't. And it, it's that simple, you know?
0: Well, and this podcast is called up your volume and it's a mom and daughter team. So that's
1: like the perfect ending. To I our love show, it.
0: You think Nikki? I love it. Absolutely. I was going
1: to say families and community are our two, two biggest things as well. You know, it's very important it really is. I mean, when I was you know, thinking about doing this podcast I and mean,
0: when we just sat down one day when Nikki was building her brand, she started this time, you know, January last year where I was just like, we have to do this podcast together because upping your volume we've done as, as a team, as a mom daughter team. Um, right. I, you know, I, I went solo on my solo tour and stopped, you know, doing stuff with, I mean, not that I don't do stuff with Dr. Walls, but I don't work for her anymore. I, I I do it myself and my daughter doesn't work for anyone but herself anymore. And and we did it as a family and as a collective. And, um, you know, I'm I'm just so grateful that we had you uh, on and for, thank um, you for having me. Oh, this is great. And we'll, um, it'll be on iTunes. Yeah, it'll be on iTunes. Probably. It's like an hour or two, however long it takes them to get it up. I just got an email from iTunes saying in the holiday season, they're a little slower. So maybe it'll be by the end of today for sure. Um, for anyone that didn't catch us live, uh, they'll be able to catch it on iTunes. And I honor you, Hume. I mean, you're doing great stuff, and and your your products are they are it's it's crack. It really is. I mean,
3: <laughs>
0: Nikki, I gotta are. get
3: you some. I have to get you some more product. I'll get your uh, address from your mom. And oh, that'd be great.
1: Week. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I would love that. It's such an honor <laughs> and pleasure hearing hearing gonna to continue to support you and, and just would love to have you back maybe, you know, a, you know, in the future and I think this is
0: just Anytime. great
3: time. It would be a great way to have have you, guys.
0: you and your team, you know, one day. Maybe Yeah. Right hell right. yeah. That'd be that awesome. that would be really fun. So uh we'll definitely do that. Let's get we'll plan for that in twenty seventeen for sure.
1: Cool. And give give my mama a big hug for me when you see her too. A huge (laughs)
3: hug. I'm gonna bear hug her. I won't let her leave. I can't wait. I can't wait to see her kids. She has two kids.
0: You know, our kids are all four legged kids. So I can't wait. Exactly. Well, everybody
1: have have a great Thanksgiving, and we will see you guys in two weeks. Um, that'll be I know I said the date earlier, but I think the third of December at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Everybody have a great holiday, and we'll see you soon. Thanks again to Hima, and uh, everybody have a great rest of the weekend. Oh, you
0: know, before everybody goes, I just want to um, – where you can find 10-star, because we got so excited. Yes, yes. You can go to their oh, website, oh, okay. and actually, please go to their website, because they really talk about ghee, and it's a very educational, easy-to-read website, because a lot of people ask me questions – they are grass-fed, which is a really big club. And all their other social media handles are at 10 Star Foods, Instagram. Um, you can go to Facebook, and their website is 10 But I really highly recommend people spend at least 10 minutes just checking out the website. I've learned so much um, reading the website about the, about what makes your brand different than others.
2: So, uh, and it's
0: visually gorgeous. They have this, like, they have different spoons that they're showing. that
2: you know, they That's know. all Claire.
0: So, <laughs> Compliment Claire
2: on all of that. Let, that let of me tell you, it's this. great. It really that's
0: is that's great, it. great because I have to tell you, I personally would get delivery sometimes and I'd be like, wow, this looks a little different. What does that mean? Well, now I know. I understand all of it. And, you yeah. know, sometimes you go to a store and the ghee's in the refrigerator. Sometimes it's not. It's like, what? I don't know. What am I supposed to do when I get home? Your website answers everything and it's visually gorgeous. So I, it's, Thank you. and you can find them everywhere at 10 Star Foods.
1: Great. Okay. I'm so gl- so glad you remembered. Thank you guys and have a great All rest right. of the weekend everyone. All right, ciao ciao. Bye guys.